Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello in this new year. This is episode number 179 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Differences Between Knowledge, Understanding, and Wisdom, Part 2. I thought that it would be good for us to see the differences between knowledge, understanding, and wisdom as we need to operate in these three as we make decisions going throughout this new year. And of course, we want to be able to have these operating in our lives that we may glorify God in all that we think, say, and do. Now be mindful, these words have different shades of meaning depending on how they're used in a particular context. And as you look up these words, you may find different definitions from what I may share, but I have done a lot of research and tried to narrow it down to an explanation that would be pretty simple for you to grasp hold of so that you can live out the meaning of these words. With each of these three words, there is a crossover of meanings at times. They can tend to blend into one another. But all three have to do with observing, discerning in order to act wisely, with understanding and in genuine knowledge that glorifies God. Now last week, we defined the word knowledge and I explained to you what it meant And basically, to bring it down to a simple definition, knowledge is acquiring information or facts. Just that simple. Knowledge is the process of acquiring information or facts. Now, let's look at understanding. Understanding, if you're trying to define it in simple terms, is the ability to comprehend the meaning of or the ability to learn what to do with the facts and information that you know. So knowledge is acquiring or getting the information and facts, and understanding is the ability to comprehend the meaning of and to learn what to do with those facts and information. It's possible to have knowledge and lack understanding. So we really want to be able to make sure that we have that understanding. For instance, it's one thing to have knowledge about God, but it's quite another thing to gain understanding by grasping hold of the meaning of what you know and what you learn in relationship to the facts and information that you've gathered about God. Proverbs 
chapter 4, verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. What I did last week and what I'm going to do this week is to use an example in regards to information about baby boomers. In our last podcast, I provided knowledge on how baby boomers are taking care of their parents and children. They are sandwiched between two generations, supporting them financially due to a number of reasons, such as parents living alone, illnesses, or record high student debt, a difficult job market for college grads, or providing childcare for grandchildren. If a crisis doesn't prevent many baby boomers from doing so, they're going to continue to work past the age of 65 just to cover these expenses and even their own expenses, which could be medical, house repairs, emergency expenses, and it can take months or even years to rebuild those savings that they spend on such items as these. So now let's get understanding from the facts and the information that I shared. As a parent, it's your job to support your children on the path to adulthood. But plenty of parents continue to support their children financially once they're adults with their own children. And that can turn into a situation that's toxic for you and your children. As parents, you may need to figure out whether you can afford to pay for your adult children or not. And if not, you should ask your children to start pitching in, no matter how little, that they may share some of the burden. It'll bring some relief to you as their parents, and it models to them the importance of budgeting, saving, and planning for the future. Also, in gaining more understanding on this topic... As parents, we tend to want to do everything we can to help our children succeed. But sometimes we focus on the present at the expense of the future. And as parents, you may need to have a conversation with your children, letting them know that you are at risk of financial insecurity later in life, and you don't want to be a burden to them in the future. Now, some of you may be saying, Paula, The future is not promised, and yes, I am living today by faith. Now, I understand what you might be thinking, but I also know that it is using understanding to discern and to value and to learn what's important and to practice the truth about your present situation, not to mention wisdom, which we will cover next week. Now, in all these things, we must pray and ask God for guidance, for wisdom, for knowledge, for understanding. Here are a few other suggestions and things that we need to understand. I read a lot of material, and here are some suggestions, and I can't remember what the resource was, but let me just share this with you. Some of the things that we need to learn as adults is to learn how to say no. You don't have to provide assistance to your adult children every time they ask for it. If you cannot say no, then try to establish a proper financial boundary in different areas so that you're not overwhelmed by the finances that may dwindle at this time. 
And there's nothing wrong with your wanting to sacrifice for your children. But when you continue that mindset after they reach 35 or even 45, you are enabling your adult children to turn to you as a backup plan. And that can indeed hinder their turning to God and trusting in Him. Too much financial support could even be preventing your grown children from becoming self-sufficient. And often there has been a pattern of financial entitlement where adult children or grandchildren have not learned to live responsibly and stand on their own two feet. You as their parent are helping and enabling just as much as your child or grandchild might be requesting help. Another thing, You might need to get legal assistance when necessary. Some relatives may be less likely to repay family members than they are a bank. And so one option might be that you need to duplicate what a bank would do by having a lawyer draw up some official paperwork. And you could put dates when payments are due in a contract. This way, the agreement between both of you might be taken a little more seriously. And this could be especially if you're purchasing any large items like an apartment for them or a car because their credit is bad. Now, I know you might look at this and say, Paula, you're not acting then like they're your children. You are. You're trying to be responsible and you're trying to help them to be responsible as well. I'm not saying don't help. I'm not saying don't show love. I'm just saying at the same time, do this with understanding. Another suggestion is to make your financial advisor the bad guy. Let your advisor tell your child that you can't do it anymore or you're going to run out of money and let the advisor take the fall or the brunt of any bad feelings. Another thing, gain understanding if you're trying to provide a loan. If you loan huge sums of money to your child, then you need to assume that you're not going to get it back. And when you make that assumption... It's going to help you in your decision-making as to whether you should fully make this choice or not, and whether it's wise to go along with this or whether it isn't. And again, use someone outside of the relationship to help set up an agreement to make payments or whatever is necessary. When people are on the plane, the flight attendant will always tell you that in the event of an emergency, You put on your own oxygen mask first and then help the person that's next to you. The idea is if you pass out or are physically incapable of breathing, you will not be any good to anybody else. And so the same is true with baby boomers providing support and help. If you don't properly take care of yourself, you will not be any good to anyone else. And if you deplete your resources, who's going to help you? And I'm not talking about selfishness. Again, I'm talking about gaining knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. So to live in this present world, your children are going to have to learn how to deal with adversity. So don't think that you're going to be able to protect your children from all scars or injuries. They need to fall down and scrape their knee and learn how to get up and deal with their scars. You should not want your children or even your grandchildren to be dependent on you. You should teach them how to put their faith and trust ultimately in God. 
So demonstrate generosity. Yes, do it. But don't cause it to be a stumbling block in their Christian walk. When you do this, you're gaining understanding. Now again, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But in all you're getting, get understanding. And understanding, again, is the ability to comprehend the meaning of or the ability to learn what to do with the facts and information that you know. I want to give you a challenge going into the new year. Starting later this month in January, I will open a few spots for a program designed to mentor baby boomers, especially women, dealing specifically with their adult children. This program is designed to biblically instruct you and help you, and I'm going to do this one-on-one privately with you, to gain wisdom needed to balance your responsibilities. You do not have to neglect personal care to support your grown children. So if it seems that you've kind of lost yourself or lost your way in trying to support them, or you have no hope of seeing a desire fulfilled, this mentoring course is for you. So if you're serious about making a change in 2019, email me and I will set up a call to see if this program is a match for you. My email is info at twmforjesus.org. That is I-N-F-O at T like in Tom, W-M like in Mary, for F-O-R, Jesus dot O-R-G. Or go to our website given at the end of the podcast and send me an email through our website. I pray that at this point you see the difference between knowledge and understanding and next week wisdom as we continue this topic. And until God brings us together again, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforjesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.